Hello, beautiful. Welcome to Magical Realness, a Blythe Mitrals podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Marie, a multi-hyphenate visionary and the founder of Blythe Mitrals. What you need to know about me is that I'm a little quirky, V-spiritual, crazy chatty, and uber passionate about living in true alignment and the art of simpatico. I believe deeply that magic is real, potent, and rooted in choice. Magic is all around us. All you have to do is choose to see it. Dive in with me as we look at actionable steps, breakdowns, and conversations that help you live a magical lifestyle in which serves you. We're currently in the season, Reinventing Yourself, a 25-episode spread anchored on guiding creatives, dreamers, and multifaceted entrepreneurs to ground themselves in their own truth while they go through their beautiful transformation of personal expansion, business alignment, and all that wonder in between. These explorations, how-tos, and conversations will help you stand tall, stand proud, and stand as the authentic version of you. Let's do this, my friend. Let's dive in with today's episode and reinvent the magical you. Woo. Okay, my friend, we're getting into some real talk today. We're going to swim through some tangents, approaches, and we're going to pull the rug on some manifestation bullshit. You know, I love to do it. (laughs) And we're going to be discussing all things on routines and ding, 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 consistency, the bullshit behind consistency. Here's the thing, right? If you are in the journey of your great awakening, taking the reins of your life and reinventing yourself, the essence of this podcast season, the transition you're looking to achieve isn't going to happen without a strong personal foundation. Yes, it is a necessity, but it's also not as daunting as others have made it out to be. Sure, it takes commitment and dedication to self. It it takes hard work, right? We talked about that in the very last episode. We're not going to get into all the woo-full stuff, but we talked about that in the last episode. It takes hard work. It takes commitment, right? It just takes time. But, right, of your great awakening, it's also based on your truth, on your needs, and the person that you are becoming, Basically, bitch, it's, it's your goddamn decision, right? It's your decision on whether or not you want to pursue something. You want to pursue a specific routine. You want to pursue a specific regimen. You want to pursue a certain ritual or not pursue any ritual or any regimen or any routine, right? Whatever you want to flow in, that's up to you. And as we discussed in our previous episodes, right, acceptance, choice, magic, it's all synonymous, which is why I'm getting a little, well, maybe animated right here, because this, this is it. This is it. This is what's really just eating me up. These gurus and these leaders, they're doing you dirty. 
They're doing you dirty. And I will elaborate. Don't you worry. I'll give you the tea. I'll give you the tea. Okay, look. Every successful entrepreneur and leading figure, like that top 1% tier, right? They like to preach about how pivotal it is to have a morning routine, right? We've heard this time and time again. And how much better your life will be if you wake up at 4 a.m. and work out every day. (laughs) That's not me. That's that's why I'm laughing, because that ain't me. Um, But look, the 4 a.m., the workout every day, the morning routine, it isn't a requirement. It's not a requirement. Yes, you definitely need to have some form of a routine. In my eyes, that is a necessity. But a routine is not what we've heard that culture and that hustle mindset referred to. It's simply a, a foundational practice that we turn to for ongoing support and self-nurturing. That's a, what a routine is. Basically, just a spot where we're able to take care of ourselves, Okay. So think about how we have to nurture a community in order to get the sales that we want, right? When we're looking at business, when we're looking at launches, when we're looking at any form of strategy, right? We have to nurture our community to get the sales that we want. So my question is, why is it so okay to nurture everyone around you, but such a struggle and a burden to nurture ourselves? Why is that the condition? that we've entered into, that we hold, that we have, right? Again, we've heard almost incessantly, right? That if we don't care for ourselves, the work that we do will be less productive and fruitful. And we also get told that by ourselves, right? (laughs) We also, when we sit down to do the work, you know, it gets reflected. We see that, we know that. So, Although this is certainly true, it does almost nothing in helping us ground ourselves and carve out that space that we need in order to show up as our best selves. Again, why? Because the way we discuss morning routines or just any routine in general is spoken in pressure-based tones, dripping with a sense of obligation, dripping with that trigger word, consistency. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Let's take a minute and break down consistency. Um, It's a very masculine word, is it not? Super promoted by that hashtag manifestation babe culture. I mean, you've been around for a while. You've seen the posts, comments, and, and proven methods, quote unquote, right? Around manifestation and getting 10K months. They all say you've got to be consistent with your messaging, content, and with showing up to your community. Okay, so yeah, okay, okay, okay. True, but they're talking every day, every hour, every moment, and they express it with such authority that they make you believe if you miss one moment of that consistency, you're going to derail from the train tracks hard and be back at square one. But that's not how co-creation works, my friends. No, no, no. (laughs) No, no, no. Yes, here, you do have to show up, but you show up on your terms, on your availability, and the way that serves you 
again, like I said before, it's your decision, right? You don't have to show up in some way that something else or someone else declares must be so. That's not how it works. Again, your decision. You know, side note, I I think this is why so many people feel the need to apologize when they take breaks or don't respond to something immediately which as you know, gives me just a total cringe. Like, why are you saying you're so freaking sorry for something no one gives a shit about? It's not like you're Maureen Johnson. Anyone else a Maureen Johnson fan? A very unreliable young adult fiction writer who starts series, always landing on a cliffhanger, but doesn't finish them. It sucks. It sucks because you put your faith in her and you're like, it's okay. I can wait a few years. I get, I'm not writing the book. I'll get it, bitch. I've been waiting for like at least 12 years for this last book to come in. And I don't think she's ever going to write it, but there's multiple series in which she's done this in. Let me know if you're one of her readers and have also been let down by her, (laughs) right? I need to know I'm not alone. Like, she needs to apologize for making her devout fans, hello, moi, wait for over 10 years for her, her last book. So look, unrelated to Maureen Johnson, is that really relevant? I don't know. But if you've, if you've made your community wait two to three months for new content or for your presence, look, that's not a biggie. That's not a biggie. We wait significantly longer for the next season of our favorite TV shows to come out with the next season, and we still love them. It's not the every day that matters. It's the quality and the consideration for the viewer's experience, right? Three months is not 10 years, right? And, and let me just add another thing. The reason why I think Maureen Johnson needs to come out and apologize is because she keeps dangling this last book on our faces. Oh, I promise it's coming. It's coming. I promise it's coming. Bitch, you're not writing the book. You're not writing the book. Just come out and say, I'm sorry I left you on a cliffhanger. I have found that these other projects, these other stories have really consumed my creative process. Um, And if this ever changes, I will let you know. That would be some sense of closure. That's the issue. It's the lack of closure. By you not talking between two to three months, are you dangling the outcome to people? No. Are you, are you dangling anything to people? No. They're going to be fine. If we can have a prolonged relationship with all these TV shows, then we can certainly have a prolonged relationship with someone who is as charming, beautiful, and wonderful as you. Right? Right. Okay, and tying that in, right? You can take a break for two to three months and still be consistent as fuck. Yes, my friend, yes. You're not going to lose all your peeps. Your business isn't going to crash and burn as a generator. This is very much the fear that I run into that I have to quiet, that I have to say no, because they're not. It's not. My Blythe Mitrals will not crash and burn because I don't make a podcast episode. (laughs) You know, like your goals won't be canceled, right? They're still going to be your goals. You are still stepping into the person that you are becoming regardless if you showed up that week or not, right? Everything is going to be fine because consistency isn't about these insignificant moments of always getting it 
right, quote unquote. It's the accumulation of meaningful moments that build a presence withstanding space and time. You don't create that by showing up with half-hearted bullshit. You do that by focusing on your North Stars, establishing your truth, and nurturing those around you by just being you. In whatever capacity you are able or inspired to. So don't punish yourself for not showing up in the exact same way, time, and spot every single moment. Instead, anchor on where your heart is, how you're flowing through your simpatico, and what makes you feel like the purest, most absolute version of you. Show up with that form of consistency and you will shine brighter and bolder than ever before. Now, I want to go back to just another note that I had in our last podcast episode, in our last episode. And that is just a continuation of thought on the word perfection and looking at our relationship with perfectionism. I think consistency right? I think that it frequently gets turned into what we think perfectionism is. If you, rem- if you remember, if you recall, or maybe you, didn- maybe you missed that episode, so let me just go ahead and elaborate again. The way we think of perfection and the actual meaning of perfection are two different things. They are two different things. What we think is perfect is this absolute, incredible, massive, big, uh, life-changing, you know, radical results. I mean, we just put so much pressure, right? It's, it's, it's a very pressure. It's, it owns a lot. We think of perfect as something that just opens up doors and opens up opportunities um, or that really defines you know, mastered technique, right? All of these associations, a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure, right? But what perfect is, is it just means complete. That's all it means. It means not having without, okay? That's what it means. So essentially, it means complete, right? So the again, the way that we think of perfection and what perfection actually is, they're two different things, okay? Now, the relationship with consistency and perfection to be consistent is to have perfection, right? And what areas of, whenever you think of consistency, what areas do the elements of perfectionism come in, right? It's, I think, I think the need to ha- be consistent the way the hashtag manifestation babes tell us to be consistent is very loud and very present if you are a perfectionist, right? Or a recovering perfectionist. I think it would be healthy if we took the time to intentionally step away from trying to make everything perfect. Just even like the actual term, complete, right? As you all know, I did take I did take 2 to 3 months. I think it was more than that actually. I took at least 3 months away from showing up, from creating content and and being in the spaces. 
right? I was still showing up with my clients. I was still doing the thing. I was still expanding and stepping into the person that I was becoming, but I wasn't releasing podcast episodes. Um, I was not showing up on Instagram. Ugh, Instagram, what is that? Like, what is Instagram, right? You know, ugh, whatever. You know, I, I wasn't sending out newsletters. I, I wasn't communicating with my people, right? I wasn't creating content and releasing that content, right? That's the thing that I go to when I think of consistency, right? That's the first thing is making sure that the way that I communicate and the way that I talk to my community is a consist is on a consistent basis, right? Now, as a perfectionist, the thing that I add on to that consistency, because, you know, honestly, that's what we're taught to look at it is that if as long as I talk to them on Thursdays at 12 o'clock, every single Thursday, I'm consistent. If I miss a Thursday, I am inconsistent. So we think of it because we're perfectionists, very much speaking from the eye. We think of it as an either or. And we think of it in, in absolutes, right? If I miss a Thursday, I am inconsistent. It's bullshit. The way that we think of consistency, especially in the relationship with perfectionism, is that if we make if we miss something, if we hit a bump in the road, if we take a pause, even unintentionally, bitch, then we're inconsistent. Then we have missed our chance at perfection, which is what I was trying to tell you before, right? We have missed our opportunity to make it big. And now I've got to start all over again. So I just want to caution you and bring awareness to your relationship between perfection and consistency. I highly, highly recommend that if those two are linked for you, if those terms are connected, that you find a way to disconnect them, that you find a way to look at what they actually are. Consistency is showing up at a regular frequency. You define what regular is. You define it. And, you know, I would find a way to half-ass the consistency, as I think, you know, my friend Micah Go Big would say. She loves it when you half-ass things. I am a big fan of Minka. She's a big fan of half-assing. <laughs> um, but I, I think that that would be great if you could look at how can you half-ass consistency? How can you let go? right? You're not a machine. And, and here's the thing, especially if you are a solo entrepreneur, if you are doing everything by yourself and you're supposed to stand up to the same standards of releasing content that these mega companies, these mega machines do, you're trying to compete with the presence that they have. That's not fair. You don't need that. And actually, you know, I have seen some communities and some businesses over-release content. It's great content. It's amazing. It's fabulous, but it's too much. I can't consume it all. If I were to consume it all, I would only be consuming their company, right? So think of it this way, right? You know, if you need help being able to half-ass or step away from perfectionism, you know, in the sense of being consistent, right? Not everyone's going to be only looking at your content, it's not just your stuff that people are consuming. 
they're going to be consuming a variety of content. They want to follow you. They want to follow Sadie Joe. They want to follow Bob over here. I'm sorry, I'm from Missouri. Those are the names I go to. You know, like, you know, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy over here too. Like they want to listen to these people. I also don't know why I use males' names, but you know what I'm saying? Like they want to, they want to pay attention to these people, not just you. So if you are dominating the amount of content they're able to consume, then they're not going to be able to digest it. They're not even really going to read it, right? They're just going to skim all that you're producing and they're not really going to take it in. So is it worth it? Is it worth all that labor, all that work, all that stress to maybe make an impact? So flip the script on it. This is the moment. Flip the script on what you think of on consistency. We look at consistency as the way that we are consistent. Why don't you look at it instead of how can we allow our community members to consume content consistently? So flipping now, not on how consistent you release content or how you show up or do the things, but how consistent your community is and being able to engage with what you create, with what you hold, right? That is the ticket. That's really going to, that's really going to help you step away from one, comparison culture, which we talked about last time, but also feeling the obligation that you've got to come up without air to do all these things, to be seen, to be her, take action. Friends, you don't have to do shit. You don't have to do anything that's been laid out before you. It's your choice. It's your decision. It's your alignment. You choose whether it's consistent. And I'm telling you, looking at how your community will be able to consistently engage, that is the winner. That is the winner right there. So definitely in that part of the episode, we had some tangents and we broke down some stuff and I just, you know, went for it. Can you say that again? Yeah, I just went for it. So I think we need a break. Um, But then right after that, we're going to talk about rituals and if it's even necessary for you to have a morning routine. Spoiler, I kind of already said that it wasn't, but we're going to get into those details right after this. As you know, my friend, I absolutely love working with those who are ready to step up and do the work and being seen, being heard, and taking action. I find that I most align and identify with solopreneurs, creatives, and dreamers. And being a part of this Blythe Mitral's community is such a gift. The simpatico I engage in is so, so, well, magical realness. To engage in that further and lean into friendly, soulful connection and even our own form of networking, I am now hosting a gabbing event just for the solopreneurs, creatives, and dreamers out there, meaning you. I'm calling it the Blythe Mitral's Magic Hour. Exciting, right? You can consider this your monthly happy hour delivered virtually through Google Meet, my favorite place to hang out. 
Every time we get together, we'll meet with intention and elixirs are highly encouraged. In case you aren't sure what an elixir is, I know it kind of sounds woo and in many ways it is. Why? Because an elixir is an intentional beverage. Hashtag witchcraft. <laughs> After introductions, either myself or a special guest will kick things off and share a quick set of nurturing insights and hot takes to carry in your pocket and get the conversation rolling. The idea is to chat it up, my friend. And if you want to network one-on-one -on -one with someone in a breakout room, just send me a request during the event and we'll get you going. You never know where your next collaboration will be. Also, bonus, we'll have a contest during each call, pre-announced beforehand, and the winner will get a free tarot or oracle reading from moi. <laughs> Fun, right? And double bonus, if you are a part of the Patreon, you can get in for free. Ah! <laughs> So there's really no excuses. It's the first Thursday of every month between 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Head to the site show notes to grab your ticket and let's get gabbing, my friend. Do it now before you forget. I know I am always a forgetful Betsy about these things and I seriously don't want you to miss out. It's going to be a blast. Hashtag can hardly wait. Hashtag that is magical realness. <laughs> oh my gosh, I make myself just die with laughter. Okay, bitch, and we're back. I don't know if you can tell, but I am fired up, fired up, fired up to talk about this. So we're going to get into rituals first, right? Now, before we get into rituals, I feel that it's only fair that if you want more information on this, because I'm not going to get into it too deep, deep, right? You know what I mean? So if you want more information on this, I actually have a whole episode going into how to form a ritual, what is a ritual, that whole bag in Spirituality 101. Of course, I will link it in the site show notes because I have your back. Right, 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 right. Um, but yeah, I would say listen to that if you are at all interested um, in anything that I've shared in this episode. Also, 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 um, I have an article on how to approach it, so you can go check that out in the article section, right? And then I also, also have a jam-packed workshop breaking this down to a fucking T, right? Like really going into the nitty-gritty of what is a ritual and how to pursue ritual. You can get it in our library collection, or if you're a trailblazer as a Patreon, you've already got full access to it. Yes, 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 my friend. But here's the spoiler, okay? Here's the thing that I want you to just go ahead and run with in case you haven't consumed any of that content. No worries, my friend. I got your back. A ritual, right? It is simply an intentional routine. Oh, you want me to say that again? Yeah, sure. I'll tell you what it is. It is simply an intentional routine routine. That's it. That's all a ritual is. You can make it religious. You can make it spiritual. You can make it something totally nerdy and business centric. It's completely up to you. A ritual is just mindfulness, right? It's your intention put into play, meaning that you can have a sequential order 
and what you do things in. You can have varieties of a ritual, but you don't have to. You could just have a, you know, a know-how of different modalities that you want to tap into whenever you find the time to self-nurture and just pull out whatever your intuition says to pull out at that time. That's good enough. That's solid. That's great. Okay. So the reason I want to get into rituals is because of, again, the word consistency, right? I did mention before that a ritual or an intentional routine, right? That they're necessary in order to be able to nurture the self. What's not necessary in the form of ritual or an intentional routine, it's doing so at the same time, at the same place, at the same frequency, every single time. A ritual is there when you need it. Nothing more, nothing else. You define what you need. Remember when I said, bitch, it's your decision? Ritual is your decision. You craft it. You follow it. There's nothing that you have to put in it. There's nothing that you have to do. You don't have to journal. You don't have to meditate. You don't have to cleanse your crystals if you don't want to cleanse your crystals. Like, they're your tools. You take care of them while you take care of them. You do what you want to do. Okay? And... If you don't have a ritual, then Avi, I'm going to highly recommend that you acquire one, that you build one, um, because it is, it is about nurturing yourself. You know, when we do look at the business practices, we do look at the way that we, you know, move around as solo entrepreneurs, there is a lot of ritual in what we do, right? There's, there's ritual in the way that we respond to an email, There's ritual in the way that we create content. There's ritual in the way that we show up on Instagram. Like, you know, a strategy is kind of a ritual, right? When you you look at it from that perspective. And so, you know, if you want to, you could break down ritual as to even saying a mindful strategy, right? A mindful strategy that you implement to be able to care for yourself. So think about, really examine, what do you need? What do you need um, in order to be able to be functioning, to be healthy, to be lively, right? And again, you don't have to practice it every single day in order to be lively, healthy, and fulfilled, right? You practice it when you need it. You're starting to feel down. Oh, I've got a ritual for that. What's my ritual? I light a fucking candle and I smell it. Oh my gosh, that's your ritual? That's a badass ritual. Do you listen to Bonnie Bear while you do that? Man, you a, you a, you a cool bitch, <laughs> you know? I mean, that's all it has to be. That's all it has to be. Honestly, I think that is like a really cool ritual. <laughs> I am not just like, you know, acting that out. I mean, I kind of am a little bit, but no, I really do think that's cool. Not the point. We'll move on. But that's the thing. It's there when you need it and you practice it when you will. So what do I want to make a note on ritual? I want to make a note on get a fucking ritual, okay? (laughs) I say that with love and I say that with adoration. Get a ritual because you need to prioritize yourself. If there's anything that you need to build consistency on, it's prioritizing yourself. Because if you don't care for yourself, Anything that you produce is not going to be full-hearted. It's not going to have the momentum that you want. It's not going to be of substance the way that you have designed it to be. 
You've got to take care of yourself. You are the vessel. You are a vessel. And your contribution to this earth, to this planet, will have just your community, right? Or even just your family, whatever you want to define it, right? Your self-defined community. Your contribution ain't going to mean shit until you've really rejuvenated yourself, fulfilled yourself, and made yourself feel top-notch. Because that's what you are, top-notch. Now, I want to transition from rituals to morning routine, right? I said this several times just now about ritual. You don't have to do it at the same time, at the same place, at the same frequency. No, no, no. You don't have to do that. You can just pull it out when you want to. That's not to say that you can't can't not, right? Mm, didn't phrase that right. You know what I'm saying? Have the same frequency, same time, same place. Totally. You can do that. That's fine. If you want to do that every single day, if you want to have a morning routine that you pursue every single day, that's great. That's fabulous. That's amazing. But you know what? It may not be for you. It may not be for you. So if you are sitting around thinking about how you want a morning routine because you think it's going to exhale your life, that it's going to help you reach your goals, that it's going to help you be the person that you are becoming, right? I feel you. I hear you. But listen to this. Is that comparison culture that's coming through to you? Or is that actually your true desire, your true alignment, your true authenticity telling you, mm, this would be my best service? Do you want to be like someone else or do you want to be like you? Right? I felt that I had to specifically mention the morning routine because even though I said that a ritual is an intentional routine, right? I think there are some of us who will still think of them differently. It's like they're categorized in in two different uh, filing cabinets. Like one's spiritual, one is, you know, reaching your goals and being your best self right? Ritual sounds very spiritual. But a morning routine, that is a ritual. That is absolutely thousand percent ritual. That is witchcraft, bitch. (laughs) If you choose it to be, magic is your choice, as we talked about uh, in acceptance as a form of magic. But, right, morning routine, it's a ritual. So you can think of them separately, but understand that it's the same bag. It's the same bag. You don't have to practice that morning routine every single day. And here's the thing. If you simply do want a daily routine, maybe that's it. Maybe you have a daily routine, but it's not in the morning. Maybe it's in the middle of the day. Maybe it's at lunchtime. Maybe it's at dinner. Maybe you have a routine that you spread out throughout your day. Your daily routine is spread out when you have the space, when you have the breath for it. I would think having something adaptable and kind of flexible like that would be especially ideal for moms. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not a mom, not even a plant mom. Would like to be. Am not though. So that's the thing. Like, you know, take what I'm saying with a grain of salt. But having that flexibility in mind can be really nurturing right? Because you're releasing the obligation, which is when we think of consistency, that's what we think of. We think of the obligation. We think the pressure-based approaches. We think of the necessity to be able to thrive, to be able to reach our goals. You don't have to do a routine consecutively. It can just be throughout the day. So my point in sharing all this with you is, again, it's your fucking decision, right? It's your decision, 
Pursue what lights you up. Nothing more, nothing less. I have one more thought and then I'm going to let you go. Okay? I'm going to let you go and really explore what this means on consistency. Okay? When I was younger, when I was 14, my mom, um, her best friend, we were in the car. And I think I was telling her about how hard of a day that I was having. Just that it was really tricky and made me in a bad mood and I didn't want to do anything. And she told me something very wise, something very remarkable, something I've never been able to forget. And it's this. She said, good morning. And I said, what? It was the middle of the day. It was at least after two o'clock. She said, good morning. We're going to restart your day. And she said, did you know that you can just choose to have a brand new day whenever you want it? If it's not going your way, you can just say, good morning and start again. So I said, good morning. And I instantly felt better. Instantly. And I'll admit, I don't always say good morning to myself. But if I'm having a really rough time, I'll walk away at least for a minute. I'll go talk to Brian. You know, I'll go do something else. Maybe take the dishes downstairs. We like to eat in the office a lot. Um, you know, go do something, right, real quick. And then I come back. I take a deep breath. And maybe I'll pick up a different project. Or I'll pick up a different approach. You know, um, I'll do something, right? If it's really not going great, and if I'm not able to just say good morning, I'll see if I can do something specifically that'll make it feel like good morning. Doing yoga, going for a walk, right? Calling someone. Really making a halt, making a, a, a stop and the way that my brain was processing at the time and finding it a way to shift into a new thought process. So I can have a better, more fulfilled, more magical day. It truly has changed my perspective on life. And it has just made everything so much easier to connect to. So much easier. So I wanted to share that with you in case you feel the need to say good morning. In case that arises within you. And you have the opportunity to change your day to have two days in one day, to have three days in one day. It's your decision. Time is just a framing device. That's all it is. Say good morning and have a wonderful day, my friend. So that's it for this episode, but I have one more thing that I'd like to share with you. And that is, if you are listening to this in real time, then you, you know that we have a magic hour coming up on June 3rd. June 3rd, we have a magic hour. It starts at 5 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, right? And I would love it if you came. Hot topic, what we're going to discuss is consistency. Consistency, we're going to get into all the nitty gritties. So if you have thoughts on what I've shared here today, on flipping that script, we're definitely going to be talking more about what it means to look at consistency through your community's eyes versus your eyes. Uh, we're going to talk about a lot of different things. It's going to get very, 
very juicy. And I would love for you to be a part of the conversation. So if you're interested in that, just head to the site show notes. I have got you covered. If you're a Patreon, then you've got a discount or a comp code. And just go ahead and pop that in and you'll be revving to go. Fabulous. 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 I'm stoked to see you there. It's going to be juicy. It's going to be hot. It's just going to, oh my gosh, I'm stoked. I'm stoked. (laughs) I'm stoked. With that, you know, I'm horrible at goodbye, so I'm going to leave it now. And uh, until next time, my friend, I'll talk to you then. Now, we have been chatting up a storm about the Blythe Mitral's Patreon and the magical space that it is. The key to its creation and the basis of what it's founded on is the way we move through the art of simpatico. And there's one tier or role that is surrounded by the practice of conscious simpatico, a strong engagement in the flow and movement of the energetic transference between one to another. And that role is the trailblazer. The reason why I am so in love with the art of simpatico is because it's a form of co-creation that engages in self-alignment, embracement of the magic around you, and the ability to transform into the affirmations you seek in life. Let me tell you, I could drool over the gaga-ness of the art of simpatico. <laughs> and I often do. And trailblazers... They get it. They understand that the key to accomplishing their dreams and doing it big on their terms is by following inspired action alongside their aligned strategy, which is something I specialize in and make easily accessible through resources and masterminds dedicated to stepping into the person you are becoming. Trailblazers. Oh, they just, they light my soul. They are goal-oriented, yes, but They're also intuitive, passionate, and they are conscious driven leaders, which can be super nerving and even scary to claim. You might even feel a bit of imposter syndrome running through your veins just thinking about it. But what this tier, what this role does is make it come true. And we do that by providing quarterly alignment masterclasses where I walk you through a new sense of engaging within your alignment, both as a solopreneur, a creative and a dreamer, and as well as your spiritual self. You also get your own physical copy of the Blythe Mitral's editorial. It's going to go straight to your home and you're going to get your hands all over that juicy juiciness. And then you're also going to receive seasonal strategy masterminds only available to other trailblazers where we will all come together and help you meet your next goals for the next quarter. Fabulous. Plus everything the explorers and pathfinders get, you're also going to receive, which is a fabulous list of goodies to snag. Trailblazers, they know that this is their life and they aren't looking to make any exceptions. And that's why they choose to consciously engage in simpatico because they know that their alignment is everything and magnifying that alignment through that energetic exchange will amplify their co-creation. Oh, such magic. If this sounds like you, my friend, this tier, it's only $20. I know, it's crazy. 
Other memberships can feel like it costs a fortune, but I wanted to make this accessible to those who were called to this movement. And it's as simple as that. To sign up and become a trailblazer, all you have to do is head to the show notes, the link, the space, the opportunity is there waiting for you. You just got to reach out and grab it. Hashtag take action. Hashtag that is magical realness.